Hello to all you hip skips out there, and welcome to the jungle. Join Disney historian David Dr. Skipper Marley and art director and crooner Trevor Kelly as these former jungle skips explore the world of Disney, pop culture and theme parks. But hold on tight because just like a jungle cruise, their conversations often head deep into uncharted waters. Now, grab a seat and enjoy Expedition 26, whimsical flying moose, six knots berry flags and animated trainees always go to Toontown. Move it up, Skips. Hello. Hello there. <laughs> How's it going? Hello there. I'm doing all right. October is a gauntlet in Anaheim. Yeah, it is. It is just a pure endurance run to the end of the month. So much so that to me... Halloween is the Halloween parade. Yeah. Uh, and so when it actually comes time to hand out candy, I'm like, I'm this. <laughs> and because it's Anaheim, there are like, there will be 400,000 kids at your house. Five Costco sized candy bags. And we will run out early and scurry over to the half blind Raven yeah. uh, to escape yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, angry hordes of children. That, that sounds good. The yeah. place we live at in Costa Mesa, we've not had a single child in the 15 years we've lived there. <laughs> It's the end of a very dark, like driveway. Okay. So we bought candy like the first two years. So when neighbors move in, we're like, yeah, don't buy candy. No one comes here on Halloween. <laughs> uh, well, as usual, actually extra more than usual. I have failed you in, um, in sourcing topics. It's okay. I went nuts. I'll have some next. I have actually a couple of good holiday themed ones. Do you? Okay. Although it is technically November. So it is Christmas now, according no. to everybody no. in the, the world. No, I reject that. <laughs> that's the worst statement. Everybody in the world, all yeah. races and religion agree. It's Christmas time right? now. That's, that's the old Simpsons joke. Christmas <laughs> is the time where people of all faiths join together to worship Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I refused. I, re, I, I mean, I love your Christmas album. I love it. I will not listen to it before before Thanksgiving. That's fair. Not, not happening. That's fair. I just, uh, whereas some people, Halloween is the the reason for the season. Yeah. Uh, and they need as much Halloween time as possible. Yeah. For me, it is Christmas. Is it? Okay. So I will start November 1st. Start to, uh, it's like a rolling boil. Yeah. Uh, just right. slowly mixing some Christmas music. By okay. mid-month, the tree will be have turned to Christmas. Okay, all it, right. It's a very special time for nice, me. Nice, nice. Yeah. And this year, you're going to do a whole, um, you're doing a cover of the entire Vandals album, Oi to the World, is what I heard at one of your shows. I will be doing that. Be the whole um, album. At nice. Fritz's That's Two Adult uh, Strip Club <laughs> over on Harbor. I'll be fully oiled up. You'll be doing that? Yeah. Nice. Uh, dressed nice. as Santa Claus. Yeah, nice. You know, the best al- song on that album is It's Christmas for My Penis. Uh, that's one of the songs. <laughs> God. And they have a song called "My First Christmas as a Woman," so it's it's filled with classics for the okay. children. Yeah, everybody can enjoy those. Uh, those are both covers from the Liza Minnelli Christmas <laughs> album, right? <laughs> they are. Yeah, that would work. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, since we last recorded, I recorded a a episode of a show for the History Channel. That's right. How'd that go? Doctor Skipper got to be back on television. Well, let me tell you, I have a new goal in life, and it's to have a driver. Oh, because um, they they when I got asked to be on the show, it's about the history of Disneyland. They said, oh, we'll fly you into L.A., we'll put you up in a hotel, we'll drive you to and from the, the set. I'm like, awesome. But I live in Orange County. Like, oh, we'll just drive on up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, can I have a driver that'll like save you time? They're like, oh, sure, yeah, no problem. We're not paying for it. So I said, okay, can I have a bigger car because I'm a big guy? 
and like I can't sit in the back of a Prius for an hour and a half. Yeah. And so they sent me like this big minivan and it was just awesome. And I got to read my notes and get ready on the way up there. Oh my gosh. And I thought, this is my life now. I need a driver. So that's why rich awesome. people are always, well, one of many reasons, yeah. uh, money being one of them, yes. but uh, having a driver sounds very nice. It makes life very easy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so I was in this old, it was in um, Altadena. So right above Pasadena, all these beautiful craftsman homes and like early 1930s homes. The Just, milk capital of the uh, world. Exactly. That's yeah. where my milk comes from. And we turned down this street and it's all like mid-century modern homes. At the top of this little street was this three-story Victorian monster. And that's where we filmed. Oh my gosh. Evidently it was an American horror story. Really? Yeah. And so, and they filmed it in some hallway. Like the background was a hallway. I'm like, this literally could have been filmed anywhere. But this, they wanted the real, I guess. It was cool. But the people were really nice. It was a lot of fun. That's exciting. I will let you know when it's coming out. Can you talk about what the episode is? I think, have you mentioned what the episode is? I don't know. I know I'm not allowed to mention the actual title yet. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's but it's going to be on the history of Disneyland, and it's going to be on the History Channel. Oh. And I will let you know when I'm allowed to say. Awesome. All right, you can think about this one if you need to. We, we've talked about your prank, right? Yes. I, I, don't, I can't believe I've never asked you this before. Okay. I, I honestly think you had the best prank in the history of Disneyland. Thank you very that much. That I am aware of. Yeah. And at very least, the, the best on the West Side ever. I, I can't think of any that are close. What and The... The reason it stayed that way is I, I personally go to the park and fight anybody that's attempting to do another prank. Hey, now I'm on the History Channel saying it, so now it's official. Oh, really? A professor from Fullerton, who now is on the History Channel. There done and go. done. There you go. Uh, fight me. History goes to the victors. All right, exactly. Exactly. So I wondered, have you ever pulled, what's your favorite prank you've ever pulled on, on anyone that's like a non-Disney prank? Oh, a non-Disney prank. Because I have one, and I thought, God, Trevor's got a hat, because that prank was so detailed and so well done. Yeah. Uh, the, the one that I, there's been many. Okay. <clears throat> I burned a lot of bridges in my life. <laughs> Cause I've known you for years and you're not a pranky guy. No, Save I am it. a vindictive guy though. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> aren't those the best pranks? <laughs> That's where the pranks come in. That is, um, there was a company I worked for once, uh, that dealt in basically any sort of makeup, like utensil product like applicator okay. or whatnot or like nail clippers they all come from like one company and they just have fake brands oh wow so uh i got a job there shortly after uh call back to last episode i busted my leg jumping <laughs> off that wall was that the job uh that was the job that was the job okay so i got a job there uh and immediately started to realize this was not going to be a long-term uh gig <laughs> Fun fact, my boss had lied about going to Harvard and was actually a criminal whose husband was in jail for defrauding people out of millions of dollars. No. I found this out after I lost the job. Okay. <laughs> but uh, she had no business being an art director or uh -huh. a creative director. And so I was bringing my A game yeah. and it just wasn't panning out. But it heads a lot. Yeah. Didn't like it. Yeah. Started to see the writing on the wall. And uh, it was Christmas time. Uh, I tend to get fired around Christmas time. <laughs> Happy holidays. That's, <laughs> You're like the Bob Cratchit of employment. That's right. Two jobs I've been fired at or laid wow. off. Anyway, uh, Christmas time. She goes, hey, the big company email that we're going to send out. Can you illustrate something for this? I go, sure. And so I do a beautiful retro 60s illustration of the the headquarters yeah. at christmas time and i animate snowflakes and whatnot and uh, i send it to her and she calls me in her office and she goes trevor what is this i go it's 
it's this beautiful illustration of the headquarters at Christmas time. And she goes, I'm not feeling it. I don't think so. I need, I need something more whimsical from huh. you. And so I've been working on this for a couple of days. Uh-huh. And so I threw it out and I decided then I don't want this job anymore. <laughs> and so the next day, um, a Christmas penis <laughs> close. No, <okay. laughs> I send her the new animated illustration uh-huh. and I call in sick and I get a phone call from her. And what I had done is I, uh, did a black background with the company logo mm-hmm. and I had a moose with angel wings flutter down and bounce off the ground. Uh-huh. And then it just said, Merry Christmas from blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she goes, Trevor, what is this? It's what you wanted. She goes, Trevor, this is just a, a moose <laughs> with wings. I said, yeah, you wanted whimsical. The, the moose is nature's most whimsical creature. <laughs> and, and then I was fired the next day. <laughs> Please, you need to make that into a shirt or a sign. That, that would sell very well in Canada. That made me feel really good. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's an awesome story. What was your... Uh, non-disney mine prank. all of my pranks were against dear friends which makes me <laughs> <laughs> which makes me feel really bad this happened to a, a guy that you have met uh, my dear friend paul who used to teach at a seventh day adventist school up in napa valley yeah where we had the uh, the skipper show yep, yep. Yeah. Our, our 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 fantastic trip that was our biggest audience ever there were over a thousand people there that was were there yeah yeah, yeah. there there was over 700 for sure wow that building was packed that was so it was a a, a very like theologically conservative Christian school up in Napa Valley, because that's where you want to hang out if you're <laughs> right. not drinking. And so I went to visit his office once, and I noticed his office is it's a very old building, like from the 30s. And the, his office was, the what I found out later, used to be a hallway, because it's very long and narrow. And he walked into his office, and the phone was right by the door, and he hits the answering machine. This tells you how long ago this was. He hits the answering machine, and then he walks the length of the hallway down to his desk, and it's just the voicemails were just echoing off the walls. And mm-hmm. I'm like, huh. I'm going to use that to, against him one day. <laughs> so like a couple of weeks oh, later, no. I'm sitting at home with the family, right? We're all there watching television. And I guess the TV was off. I'm like, oh yeah. And I grab my phone. I've told no one in my family what I'm doing. I just grab the phone and I dial it. And when it picks up, I'm like, hey, uh, Paul, this is David. Uh, just, uh, just call me when you can. I just, I'm really confused about last night and about our relationship. And I've just, I've never thought of myself as a gay man. And I love you, but I'm married. And uh, I just, I'm so confused. I've just never felt this way about a man before. So just please call me and uh, I love you. And I just hung up. And, and my wife looks at me like, is there a story for that? She goes, I'm assuming it's a prank on Paul. I'm like, it is. And so I do it, do the prank, hang up the phone. So I forget all about it, right? Yeah. The next day I'm in my office, the phone rings and I'm like, and I, oh, it's Paul. And I don't even realize it. I'm like, hey man, how's it going? He's like, you jerk. I had students in my office. <laughs> he goes, I could have got fired, <laughs> which of course made me laugh harder. And he goes, the only thing that saved me was you said your name was David and they all heard stories about my friend David. <laughs> so they all knew that you were a troublemaker. So mental note, next time change your name. Exactly. <laughs> my name is Lorenzo. That's right. And uh, yeah, so um, so that was my favorite. So he was always, he, after that, he said, he always checked his messages and he stood at the machine <laughs> for the next year. Wow. I'm like, I don't repeat my work. It's a that's, lesson learned there. Exactly. <laughs> to a, a dear friend that had done me no wrong. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you fly me up and pay me to come speak at your school? I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you. And uh, he got fired. So, uh, <laughs> no. 
but he does no longer teach there. I'm not involved. It was oh, really? years, years later. Years later. He lives in Hong Kong now. What? I know. He keeps saying, you got to come out to Hong Kong and go to Hong Kong Disneyland and Ooh. stay with him for free in Hong Kong. Are they still uh, wrecking up the place uh, to try to fight the, uh, the communist regime out uh, there? No, they've given up. Did they? Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. Hong Kong's pretty much been yeah taken over and billionaires are leaving the country and mm. they're, they're starting to restrict the internet more. And they, yeah. were, uh, they were getting going for a while. They were pretty organized. Yeah. yeah. And, and that got crushed. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old communism. <laughs> Ruining all the fun. That's going to be... Uh, that's, I'm just going to pull that quote <laughs> for the audiogram this week. Just you saying, good old communism. Good old communism. <laughs> uh, it, it crossed my mind it would be funny if uh, after they crushed all the protests in Hong Kong, uh-huh. Hong Kong Disneyland suddenly had an influx of uh, highly realistic audio animatronics <laughs> <laughs> in the attractions. Highly realistic. Highly realistic. <laughs> It's like when you go uh, to, you ever go to that body exhibit where they rip the skin off yes. everybody and stuff? Yeah. And then you found out later that nobody really knows where they got all those bodies. Oh, we know where we got some of them. <laughs> where? where Chinese prisoners. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And they were also, uh, they'd also, mostly for the internal Chinese market, but but if they were, if you were going to be executed, they would just harvest your organs. Oh and that's how you were God. executed. They would just have surgery, put you under. That was that. Take out your organs, and then yeah, and then you're at an exhibit in Buena Park. Why <laughs> exactly? What's left of you? Yeah, but they like for heart transplants or kidneys, they would just give it to people that needed it. Why kill someone and waste a perfectly good liver? That's, right? You know, that's what I always say. Exactly. <laughs> so we've gotten dark. <laughs> now, now I'm scared. Yeah, you know what? Here's what. Here's a promise. Our promise to you, listeners, yes. is uh, in November and December. Yes, uh, we're gonna pull back on that that uh, that joystick. And go into uh, into the light. Yes. Less bagging on stuff. I will tease this. I will share a fun new way to possibly experience Space Mountain for the holidays. Oh, yeah? Uh, I'll share that next podcast. Oh, okay. I got to confirm a couple of things. Okay, okay. Yeah, because you won't tell me what it is. Yeah, it's fun. You won't even tell me. So in case you're listening thinking, oh, Trevor and Dave know everything. We don't. Don't know anything. I do want to do this. On... um, Coming up uh, next weekend, weekend after next, November 11th, I will be in beautiful Bakersfield, California for the Tiki Co. Bakersfield uh, Central California Tiki event. I'll be selling my books and some art. I would like to take this opportunity to uh, thank our Patreon subscribers. Thank you uh, so much for supporting uh, me and Dave's uh, crippling cocaine habit that we've picked up in the past few months. It's a we owe a lot of money to a lot of bad people. So last month, <laughs> you kept us from getting our legs broke, and we appreciate it. I, I'd like to. I'm gonna thank the hip skips, but first, I'd like to thank Fat Tony and his lads uh, for really doing us a solid. Yeah, right. Uh, I'd like to thank our ancient order of the Cambodian Shriners: Natalie Ernst, uh, Steve Reed, Wayne Stone Cipher, Amanda Wartman, Brittany Kirby, Randy S, Matt Hubert, Hubert. Matt Hubert, <laughs> I've keep lost trying. my mind. <laughs> if I keep saying it, uh, it'll uh, I'll have a you'll get you'll get there eventually. <laughs> Rick Martin, Paula Malcolm L Elhart, oh yeah, Sarah Malik, Lapu Lisa, and Mega Grogzilla, Geo Trash Girl, Kristen Moore, Ashley Gallus, Jonathan Thirty Acre, Darren Zakich, Terry Walker, Jim Chamberlain, sent from Disney, Matt B. And Nicole Clough. Uh, extra uh, fun fact, now that she paid that extra $10, I'm saying her name correctly. <laughs> <laughs>
Also, she messaged, so. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so, all right. I'd like to thank our hip skips who are supporting us at the $5 level every month. We really appreciate it. I'd like to thank uh, Ashley McGee, Beyond the Railroad Podcast, Carolyn Price, my old friend Dominic Cardoza, Ducky, uh, who I'm assuming is from, uh, oh crap, Pretty in Pink. Thank you, Ducky, for Pretty in Pink for us. <laughs> uh, Joshua Bell, Kim Medlin, and Team Palmer, my favorite team. It goes, Oakland Raiders is my favorite team, second favorite team, Team Palmer. Team Palmer all the way. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Thank you for supporting us and, uh, you know, check it out. You get all sorts of fun little perks uh, at every level. And uh, so thank you. And there's more coming. That's there's, right. There's, there's plenty more. We got some fun stuff coming up. Uh, before we, uh, well, moving along, I, I, I did want to chat. You mentioned this to me and I, yeah. I did a little reading on it. Uh, Knott's Berry Farm and Six Flags are joining together in unholy matrimony. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? Uh, Six Flags has been struggling. Like they closed a park up in Northern California and they've been, I guess, having a tough time of it. And Knott's Berry Farm is owned by Cedar Fair, which is run by, I think it's still run by Matt We Met, who used to be the president of Disneyland. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And and was in charge of theme parks and attractions. And then when he wasn't going to get promoted, he left and went to Cedar Park so or Cedar Fair. But uh, I think it'll be interesting. You know, I mean... Both parks are famous for having gangs of unruly teens. So I think <laughs> this is just a, ma- a match made in heaven. You know, now that you mentioned it, this probably is just, has less to do with business and more to do with gang turf. Uh, it does. It does. <laughs> it's good to see the Crips and Bloods come together. That's right. That's a- we have a Romeo and Juliet situation going on with Bugs Bunny and Snoopy. There's going to be blood. <laughs> there is. It's going to go bad. I assume it's going to... I assume it's going to have something to do with Lucy. She's an instigator, and I think that's well established. You know what happens? Uh, yeah. is they're going to be almost at the merger, and she's going to rip it away at the last second. <laughs> right. Just sign right here. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Six Flags are going bankrupt. Oh, no. I just remember uh, that a, a friend of ours, a friend of the show, Kevin Lively, was an Imagineer, and he worked at, lived in Bakersfield and drove to Glendale every day. And he would drive by and watch them build a roller coaster bit by bit over a couple months. And he said it seemed like a week after they were done, there were humans on it. <laughs> like guests. And he goes, they don't really quite have the same safety standards that Disney does. The only thing that slightly worries me is I've written some of the, the press releases, which, by the way, are written by a robot asking AI how to sound human. Good Lord. The most yeah. sterile corporate speak I've ever heard for a fun yeah. environment. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that worries me is it sounds like the main brand is now going to be Six Flags. So what does that mean for Knots? Oh, holy crap. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because each Cedar Fair Park has its own name. Yeah. Um, so it's very unique that way. And they just bought a bunch of individual theme parks. I don't want to see Six Flags over Buena Park. That would just... Oh, that would be really uh, bad. Or they're just going to... It'll be Knott's Berry Farm or Six Flags Knott's Berry Farm. They'll make it lame. Or how or, about Six Knott's Berry Flags Mountain? That You know what? I would go to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm lining up for my annual pass right now. Oh my goodness. Oh, so the annual that here you go. There is gonna be 
just turf wars for all the teenagers from both parks because I would imagine that the, uh, now all the passes are going to work for both. Oh yeah, they well they might yeah right you can right? probably get like an ultimate pass and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well at least at nuts teenagers are are still like certain nights are still not allowed to be there unescorted. That's true. Yeah, so all you need is one buddy that's eighteen and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be weird. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, because uh, I guess six uh, Magic Mountain is their big park. Oh, okay. Six, and I guess there's one in Texas, and I saw it. It's not. It doesn't seem that big, and it's right next to the freeway, in like the Dallas Fort Worth area. Huh. And I think that's where it started because because there were six different flags over the state of Texas. What is that? Where like, the name came from? That's where it came from. It was like I think it's Spain, Mexico, the Republic of Texas, the United States. Oh God, hopefully not the Confederacy. And then one other one. <laughs> Let's be honest. Probably the Confederacy. Probably the Confederacy. <laughs> Come on, Six Flags. Be better. Make it Five Flags. Six Flags has been in a lot of like economic trouble, so I hope it doesn't drag Cedar Fair down. I think their big mistake recently, so they they brought on that new CEO. He he got rid of all the annual passes, I think, and he was trying to like make it more of a premium thing. I think that was probably not the best move from a park that historically is used for their lunch pass. <laughs> And B, the Widowmaker really lost him a lot of money. <laughs> you got to sign a you got to sign a waiver. It's the first roller coaster that jumps the track, whether you want it to or not. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> That'll be that was my that was my first ever like serious roller coaster experience. Was at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my that first. Just... No, go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, my first one was uh, at Disneyland. I'm not oh, an yeah. adventurous roller coaster person. Yeah. And so Disney hits that sweet spot of like, you're going 35 miles an hour, but it feels 95 when you're. Yeah. Yeah. I get talked into the faster ones and then regret it until I'm riding it. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. All I can think of is when I'm, when I did ride Six Flags rides is there is no anti-bird prevention anywhere <laughs> in this park. And I think of it as Fabio just getting clocked by birds. Yep, that's right. That's right. I went on that ride. Did you? In Virginia, I went on that very ride. Uh, yeah. And uh, I was making five. We were in the front row. So I was making Fabio jokes the whole time. And yet in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, my God, a bird's going to hit me in the face. It's going to clock you in it, the face. It hit a guy in the face whose whole job was his face. <gasps> that's true. Like, that'd be like how the mob wants to punch you in the throat for our cocaine uh, uh, deals that we they went bad. <laughs> You know what this is? Let's start a let's start a weird conspiracy theory. That was okay. CIA tech, uh, and Fabio was actually a double agent, uh, yeah. a mole, a spy. The CIA's famous goose drones. That's right. It was a was it a goose or a pigeon? It was a goose. It was like a big. It was a big. It was a big animal. Yeah, a pigeon's not going to break your nose, unless it has like a hammer or something. But like a goose. Have you ever seen a New York pigeon? Uh, they can't. <laughs> I have. They're mean spirited, but they're still little. Uh, just like most New Yorkers. Just like most New Yorkers, they're little, they're little but mean spirited. You can just push them over. Yeah. To those, uh, to those of our listeners in New York, we don't mean you. <laughs> we don't mean you. You're obviously wonderful, beautiful, fantastic, and and six foot one at least. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So can can I, t- can I tell you one other story, please? Uh, all right. Uh, I've I've learned today 
that the Orange County Register is officially out of news. What happened? There's there's front page front page of a of the biggest newspaper in Orange County was that a jungle cruise boat broke down, got towed back to the dock, and the skipper joked the whole way. That was sent to me, and I went, wait, is this a real story? And it's the front page of the Orange County Register. I went, that happens at least once a week. Oh my gosh! And then I mean, it happened to me at least three or four times, and I was a lead where or I had to go rescue boats. I can't even count how many times. Like, how is this a news flash? That's like, crazy. How, yeah. So there was a whole story about the ride and 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 this and that, and it was it was an, it was totally puff because it's like 1955 is what it started, and it ends with there was a movie made about it starring The Rock, and it's gonna they're working on a sequel. I'm like, no, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> they just. They said they were so people wouldn't think the movie was a bomb while it was out. That's right. Uh, the Rock just likes to hear their sequels in development. Uh, yes. So that way he doesn't get on uh, Twitter and, and complain. And complain about Black Adam. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Must have been the slowest news day ever. Right. I'm like, you know, there's a war in the Middle East, right? You know, there's like Congress <laughs> is in chaos and like there, there's but, so many things. But that's the story they went with. Tomorrow. Stay tuned for some breaking news about the churro cart. <laughs> Is the wheel wobbly? We'll see. <laughs> One of its two wheels could come off. Bearded, yeah. tiny creature keeps turning churro carts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. So in case you're curious, the register is officially out of news. There you go. Check it out uh, for some hard hitting reporting on right. towing boats through the jungle cruise. Yep. Had you ever had your boat towed? Uh, only when I parked it illegally in the hippo pool once. <laughs> oh, really? No. <laughs> uh, I, I never broke down that way. Thank goodness. All right. I, I was but, part of a towing. Yeah. At least every skipper has been a part of a towing, right? It's always fun. Yeah. yeah. It was a blast. Yeah. Um, I, uh, so I'm like, how was this? Who thought this was news? No one talked to a skipper about this. Cause we're like, yeah, this happens at least once a week. Right. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Matter of fact, in a future episode, I want to tell the story about how I was a uh, a lead a couple of times uh, without my knowledge. And uh, <laughs> one of the days we had three breakdowns and we had, I had to pull three boats back to the dock. I had to have them towed back. Oh my three gosh. Times. It was a, it was the end of summer. It was a wild day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to hear about that. Uh, let's, yeah. let's do that next episode. All right, let's do it. It's on my list. All right. We got, we got time for one more uh, before we return to civilization. Awesome. Okay. One of my dreams was to be a trainer at Disneyland okay. at the Jungle Cruise. And uh, I applied for it. And I, I honestly didn't think I was going to get it because I was never on script. Like I did one joke that was on the script and that was backside of water. Okay. Other yeah. Than that, and I was, I was pulling all kinds of pranks. Turns out they had no idea it was me. So I applied and <laughs> the interview could not have been, it was with the, the legendary Jerry York oh, yes. and a manager named Gina. And it could not have been more cursory. So Dave, yeah, you want to be a trainer? Okay, great. That's I think it'd be wonderful. I'm like, that was it? Whole, I walked in nervous, like they're going to grill me. I, I got defenses ready to go. I got explanations of why I don't follow the script. They didn't ask me anything. And, and later they're like, yeah, well, you're a professor. We figured, oh, he'd be a great trainer. <laughs> so, oh, good. So, But you didn't mention, uh, once you get trainer, uh, there's an after hours initiation where all the face characters form a circle around you. And you have to get like beat into the, the trainer thing. They beat so, you in. Yeah. And those gloves look puffy. Um <laughs> But not when they got like rocks hidden inside That's of them true. or brass knuckles, especially Goofy. He comes swinging out of nowhere. What they do is they use the uh, the day old churros. <laughs> That's what they do. And they just beat you in. Just 
because uh, it doesn't leave bruises that way. <laughs> That's, That's right. <laughs> you don't leave bruises that way. <laughs> but we get our message across. <laughs> I like how your goofy sounds like Bill Clinton. And it does. Any any Southerner I do is Bill Clinton. Hey, baby. Here's my Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Hey, baby, how's it going? Like, no matter what. Goofy? Here's Ron DeSantis. Hey, baby, how's it going? <laughs> it's always the same. The Clinton era was good for me in comedy. It was. Yeah. It was a wonderland. So, so you uh, got it immediately. So, yeah. One of the worst things you could say to somebody at Jungle Cruise was, who trained you? That means you suck and your oh, trainer yeah. sucks. And so I thought, I will never, ever have that said to one of my trainees. So my first trainees, one guy wasn't great, but the other, the, the, but the first guy, um, we're doing the boats. I said, okay, you want to give a shot? And this kid goes, I think I got it. And he walked up and he had like acted like he'd been on Broadway. Like he was doing voices and he, and I sat back. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be amazing. This kid is fantastic. Yeah. I've taught him nothing. <laughs> like he was just killing it. Like it was his goal to be a skipper. And of course he'd spent years doing theater. Okay. So he had the voice down and the training. And uh, I was really happy about him. I'm like, this kid is good. And he makes me look good. Although I can't say this more enough. I, I taught Brian nothing. It was he walked in the door. He walked in the door that good. I think he just made me look good. And some trains were good, but then I have one that was so so epically bad. It's actually my favorite story of being a trainer. Oh my goodness! I'm even, excited. Even though at the time I was a little well, clearly I lost my temper. Is what happened. <laughs> uh, so it was. It, this was weird that because you start training at Jungle Cruise very early on a Friday morning, like at five in the morning yeah. you get there. And it's, so it's two early mornings and the last day you get there late because you close the park. And so that Friday morning they come in and it's a boyfriend and girlfriend. And normally if they know you're in a relationship, they keep you separate. Yeah. But they're like, Oh yeah, we moved to California cause we want to be animators. And so we figured this is a good way to get started in that. I'm like, that's mm, weird. That's not how Disney works. <laughs> they don't, they don't have a clue who weird move this. Right. Uh, and I even I forgot where they even moved from, but somewhere like in the Midwest. And so they came there to be animators. Like, okay, whatever. So I'm training them, and 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 they're okay with it. And they had kind of trouble driving the boat, and he seemed a little bit better at it than than his girlfriend was. Um, but I was working on them, and by the third day, they spent eight hours a day with me, and I can be a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm leaning on them to make sure they're doing a good job, because like you couldn't require people to study the script after hours. Oh um, yeah. Like when I worked there in the '90s, here's like here's the script, learn about tomorrow. So I went home and studied it, but then they're like, oh, you can't force people to work off the clock. You have to pay them. So now I would just hand it to them. Hey, you can read this later. So what I would do, I would hand them the script and say, my trainees that don't end up in Toontown know this by tomorrow morning. <laughs> I can't make you learn it, but that's just the way life is. And so, cause I'm a horrible person. So anyway, they're training and they're training, they're training the last day. They're, they're neither one of them is great. And I'm a little worried because yeah. neither one of them is good. And so I finally get them to the point where I think they're going to be okay. They're not going to be great, but they're going to be okay. So I said, we're going to go to dinner. We're going to review stuff at dinner. Each one of you is going to do the whole thing for me. And when I'm happy, then I will get a manager, but not before. Cause we'd already done it and they weren't good. So we went to lunch and we're reviewing like stuff. Like just not getting the like joke slayers or they, they couldn't remember the jokes oh. and like driving stuff was difficult. Like everything was, it's on what, a track. Yeah. Everything. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I can we both run to that. There's a child listening. What? No. Uh, and so uh, we're, at, we're at lunch at the in-between and we come back and I said, okay, grab a setup, which is like the mic and the gun and the bullets, but everything you need to run the boat. So go grab a setup, pull a boat on and let's do this and make me happy. And then we'll go. And the, the, the guy goes, well, hey, would you mind pulling on for us? We want to go have a smoke break. And I looked at them and I, they didn't see the rage in my face, but I just went, sure. And so I go and I, I grab it 
And I'm like, I just want to get these guys done. So I grab all the stuff. I pull up the boat. They get on the boat. I said, all right, make me happy each time and then we'll do it. So he goes and he had like forgotten half the script and he was the good one. Oh no. And he was blowing his lines. Uh, he just did, was doing everything wrong. And I'm like, what, what the hell is wrong with this kid? So we get back and then it's her turn and she was worse. She ran the squirter. Like she just blew right through it. And so I, you're not allowed to get the guests wet. So I'm running the length of the boat with my clipboard, bouncing the water oh off of it gosh. so that guests don't get wet. Right. We pull up to the, the gorilla camp. She stops, looks at me with the microphone in her mouth and goes, what do I say here? <laughs> and I was just like, I just say, look, gorilla. Like I didn't say anything to her. I just, I did what you're doing right now. I just put my head in my hands and it got worse from there to the point where she was just like shaking and actively just like terrified of being there. So we pull up to the dock and she doesn't say anything. They just all get off the boat and she's visibly shaking and he's won't even make eye contact with me. And I was trying to contain my rage. And so we're, we're at like the no man's land between load yeah. and unload. I said, okay, because it's late at night, so there's not a lot of mo- need to move it up. I said, I have a quick question for you. Uh, remember when you asked me to pull on the boat because you were guys going to have a smoke break? They both went, yes. I said, okay, you remember that. Okay. Were you guys smoking crack? Because those are the two worst boats I have ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. She stood up, burst into tears, oh, no. ran across the dock crying. She runs all the way back, like where the tropical, you know, where the, the, highways yeah she runs along the edge of the dock goes backstage and when she's backstage you hear that her cries echo <laughs> and then you hear and you no. hear her throw up and then you hear it splash into the water and then she hear her throw up again and, and this is why this is why i'm a bad person i sat there and i'm like oh yeah my reputation is solid now no, like it's no. solid and then you hear her throw up again you're like a disney sith lord <laughs> yeah, <I am. laughs> her training was yes. complete <laughs> Give in to your hate. <laughs> You'll be parking strollers at Toontown. So he's like, I got to take care of my girlfriend. And he runs off. And I'm like, I wasn't done yelling at you yet. But he runs off. And so I called up this one manager that I had to deal with that would send people to Toontown. Uh, I call him. I go, these two people aren't going to make it. They're just not. You got to find them another place. Yeah. Um, and he's like, but we need bodies. But let me come down and talk to them. And so he went down there and he goes, she threw up two more times. She like ran in the women's room because I told her don't throw up in the river. <laughs> what Bobbing. are you, a guest? Only guests get to throw up in this water. That's right. <laughs> throw up or pee in the water. <laughs> that's not for Jungle Cruise skippers. Unless it's the 70s and you've all been drinking, then that's perfectly <laughs> that's fine. Right. Uh, so uh, uh, he goes, yeah. So he goes, for 45 minutes, she sat on the stairs by the restaurant in the back, Carnation Cafe, and just sobbed. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, he goes, so we can try again later. We can try like for a fourth day. And she said, no, no, I don't want to work here. And just, <laughs> just left. <laughs> so she never came back. Uh, he was determined to get hired and finish it. But if you have a fourth day, the rule is that your trainer can't, your same trainer can't be the person that gives you the fourth day. It has to be oh. somebody else. He got signed off as a skipper, left, never came back. Really? <laughs> never came back to work at the park. I just picture them with like wicker suitcases getting on a train back to like Kansas with, with straw hats moving back. So I thought it was this their experience of California was having me as their trainer and making her uncontrollably vomit and cry for 45 minutes. And, but here's the best part. So the next week I have more trainees. So I'm sitting there at, at the back gate of Disneyland four o'clock in the morning, four thirty in the morning, me and another trainer are waiting for our skippers to show up. These two people will get to me. And they go, you're David. And I had their names like, yeah, you're so-and-so. Hey, nice to meet you. Welcome to Disney. And the one guy goes, are you the trainer that makes people throw up? <laughs> and I, 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 I held back the smile and I went, 
I am. So if I say be funny, you better be funny. Let's go get you costumes. <laughs> and I like kind of walked away. <laughs> Let's go get some lunch. And I have no idea how they knew. Oh. We had friends that worked at Disney University, so yeah. maybe the word got around. Like, oh, you have Dave Marley. Oh, be careful. He made his last train. He's <laughs> to vomit. He makes everyone throw up. <laughs> Cry and vomit. <laughs> so when I have students get upset about their grade or whatever, I'm like, well, at least they're not crying and vomiting. Like, <laughs> Now for the most dangerous part of our show, the return to civilization. If you've enjoyed the show and want to show some support while also getting some adventurously good extras, visit patreon.com slash thejunglepodcast. Also, if you could be so kind as to follow the lads on Instagram, I know they'd be thrilled. At Dr. Skipper Marley and at the.trevor.kelly. See you hip skips next time in The Jungle. <laughs>